Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. Tips and advice on developing confidence, embracing your style, and attracting the love and sex you want. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me for episode eight of Eve's Guide. I can't believe it's been eight episodes already. I'm so glad you're keeping up with me and trying new things to improve your life. And thank you so much to everyone who has written in to share their success stories. I'm absolutely thrilled that so many of you are seeing positive changes already. I mean, this, oh, this makes me feel really good. So yay, congratulations to those of you who are doing some amazing things, including those of you who have had your first ever date. Awesome. After doing some of the things I recommended, you know who you are. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Um, it's only going to get better from here, I promise. So this week, I want to talk about something that can sometimes be a bit of a sensitive issue for guys. Your clothes. I understand, I do, why it's a potentially very sensitive issue. I know that if you have any body image issues at all, thinking about how you look and what you wear can be a very emotional thing. I know that it's why so many people just throw on whatever even vaguely fits them and they don't really care what they look like in it. I know for a lot of people it's something you'd rather not think about, you know, going shopping or assessing your own wardrobe in the mirror, you know, you'd rather just avoid these things, right? I know, I've, I've been there. A lot of people have. So I want to make this as painless as possible and let you know that you are not alone. There's nothing wrong with your body, or you, <laughs> and that finding a good style for yourself in terms of clothing is, is, is hard for absolutely everybody, no question. Now I touched on this subject a bit when I did the episode that talked about going shopping for clothes that are in good condition and which fit you. I included some videos from shows like What Not to Wear, um, that that kind of began to show you how to choose certain styles and colors and things like that to suit yourself. But that was really only an introduction. Today, I'm going to go into a bit more detail and try to help you figure out how to dress yourself to not only focus on your best features, but also to make you approachable and friendly looking in order to attract women. Because this is a big part of why any of us dress the way we do, right? And I mean, even if we're not looking for someone, we all want to be attractive to the sex that we're attracted to. It's part of our basic nature. We, we want to look as good as we can to make a good impression on people. Now, we don't have to be supermodels, because most of us aren't. But we do want to make the most of what we have. And this is doubly true if you're trying to attract someone special into your life. Not because you're looking for someone who's superficial or, or only interested in looks, but really because when you're out there among a sea of other strangers trying to stand out, trying to interest someone enough to notice you among all the other people she sees on a daily basis, you want to give yourself the best shot at making that good first impression. You don't want to give her any more reasons to not pay attention to you you know, to you, random guy she doesn't know, right? She sees a hundred random guys a day. 
you want to increase your odds that when her eyes do fall on you, she sees someone who looks put together in clothes that suit him and hopefully flatter him so that her eyes might just linger a little longer and she may want to get to know you, right? I want you to start thinking about the way you dress using this analogy. If you have to go somewhere special, special occasion, like a wedding or a funeral or a court or something, you dress accordingly, right? You probably find a suit and a tie and some nice shoes, more formal clothes, in other words. You try to find stuff that you like, but generally you accept the fact that you have to wear the, quote, uniform <laughs> for this particular event. No, they are not the clothes you would choose if you were just hanging out, and no, they don't scream to the world about your inner personality, but you don't worry about that because these clothes are for a specific purpose, so you're okay with it. I want you to think about your mission, if I can use that word, to attract a woman in the same way. There is a way to dress that still suits you and your personality, but which is appropriate for the event or the mission of attracting women. And it may be different from what you're used to, but if you're serious about wanting a woman, I think you have to take this seriously too. Because what you choose to wear says a lot about you. We discussed this in the episode on making sure that your clothes are in good condition and that they fit you well. But the style you choose says a lot about you too, sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. The main goal of this episode is to make sure that everything you wear is intentional. Now I know that most fashion for guys, uh, sites and TV shows and stuff focus on a great deal, <laughs> too much, on what I call very fashion forward things suits and cufflinks and Italian shoes and, you know, very James Bond stuff. And as you know, this is a cufflink free zone and I mean it. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you quite honestly, most guys don't really look good in suits. Like, you know, the three piece suit thing that you see, or even the two piece suit, just the jacket and pants, whatever, because it takes a particular body type to really pull it off. And even at that, Every suit has to be tailored to the individual to really look good. When you see some movie star in a tux on the red carpet, he did not just go to the tux rental place and get one off the rack. He had it custom made to his exact measurements to suit his body alone. So, you know, just as an aside, if you do have occasion to wear a suit, like a wedding or a funeral or whatever, Go to one of those men's suits stores and try it on with one of their tailors helping you. Have it taken in or lengthened to suit your body, no matter what size or shape you are. It does cost a little bit more than just buying something off the rack at the mall, but this suit is going to last you for years and years because you'll wear it so rarely. And you'll look so much better than you thought, which is the reason you're getting all dressed up for this formal occasion in the first place, right? To look nice? <laughs> Okay, so suits, generally speaking, are out. Unless you have to wear a suit to work daily, of course, and if that's the case, then you definitely should invest in some tailoring, at the very least. You can buy your suits at the mall or the thrift store, but find a tailor or seamstress and have them measure you up and make alterations to, to your suits in order to really suit your body. It's not that expensive, really, and it's really well worth it. Honestly, the difference a bit of tailoring can make 
is absolutely astounding. You can see it in the pictures I linked to in the description. The same guy looks a hundred times better, in the same suit even, once it's been tailored to suit him better. And the reason is pretty obvious. Most people go for clothes that they can just get into, right? Just things that will actually do up, you know, things that technically fit them. Now, the problem is it might fit your waist, but it's way too big for your legs, or it's too small for your butt, or the jacket does up across your chest and belly, but the sleeves are a mile long, or the shoulders make you look like a quarterback. And this is only because our clothing is mass-produced. I don't know if you know how clothes are manufactured, and, well, designed and manufactured, but generally speaking, a designer will hire what they call a fit model someone who has certain exact measurements and they will fit the clothes to that one person so they'll find a guy with a 16 inch neck and a 42 inch chest and they'll fit the shirt to him and call it large but if you have a bigger or smaller belly than he did if you have longer arms if you have a shorter waist any number of things then that very generic shirt just won't fit you properly at least not everywhere Tailoring adjusts the clothes so that they fit everywhere, not just in some spots. And in some cases, in many cases, in fact, a good tailor knows how to balance you out a bit, you know, and make the clothes a bit bigger in some areas or smaller in others to make the most of your frame. If you have narrow shoulders, they can make them look a little more substantial, that sort of thing. And it's not just on suits, not at all. If you have any issues with your body, like most of us do, then all the clothes you wear should ideally be tailored just for you. Now, I know that's not always practical, but maybe it might help you focus on what clothes you actually buy. You know, maybe it'll make you pass up a shirt that, you know, technically covers your body, but, you know, just doesn't fit you right. If you love the shirt anyway, you might decide to buy it anyway and take it to a tailor. But if it isn't anything special, you know, you can take it or leave it. You're more likely to put it back and keep looking for something that fits you better if you are constantly thinking in terms of tailoring clothes to suit you. Remember, it has nothing to do with your size or shape. Tailoring makes clothes look better on everybody, no matter what. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> style. The, the style is a tough thing for a lot of guys and girls, too. Because what is style, really? What makes someone stylish? Let's, let's put aside the really fashion-forward stuff, the metrosexual purple velvet dinner jacket and yellow shoes type dudes, okay? That they have their own thing going on and, and good for them. But <laughs> for most regular guys, well, I, I doubt that you'll want to wear a bright paisley shirt and and silver lame jeans anytime soon, even if it might be very popular somewhere. You want nice-looking clothes that suit you, right? I know, I get it. So the number one problem that most people have when picking out a clothing style for themselves is that they wear what they themselves are drawn to aesthetically, not what suits them. I've said this before, but I'll repeat it because I think it's so important. When it comes to art on your walls, or the color of your car, you know, or whatever, go crazy. Choose whatever you like to look at. But when you're dressing yourself, especially if you're trying to attract a woman, 
you absolutely must consider what suits you, what looks good on you, what works for you, and make it your priority above whatever you might personally like. If you love neon orange, great, get a neon orange cell phone cover or, or a neon orange blanket for your bed, but don't get neon orange running shoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just as an example, a few years ago, hip hugger jeans were all arranged with young women. You probably remember seeing this. And so every woman under 30 or even over 30 had a pair of skin tight, low riding hip hugger jeans. Now the problem was hip huggers really only suit women with really thin hips and waists. I mean, really thin, like almost like skinny. So when the average girl put on a pair of these things, she ended up with a muffin top. You know what I mean? That little, that little hangover of fat that plumped out over the top of the jeans. It looked pretty bad. And the real shame of it was these girls were not unattractive or overweight. It was simply that the hip huggers absolutely did not suit their bodies. They would have looked a thousand times better in jeans with a slightly higher waist. But because they all loved the look of hip huggers on other girls, you know, because it was fashionable and trendy, because everyone else was wearing them, they had to go out and get a pair. They didn't consider whether this looked good on them. They just went with what they liked. Kind of like the blue eyeshadow in the 70s. Very few people actually look good in blue eyeshadow. But absolutely everybody wore it for a time because they liked it on other people and they never considered whether it worked for them. Now sometimes <laughs> wearing just what you like can actually have a much more serious consequence than a muffin top. I saw a guy in town a few months ago wearing this satiny jacket with the faces of movie psychopath killers all over it. Freddy Krueger and the guy from Saw and, you know, whatever. I've, I've included a picture. You can't see his face, so it's just the jacket. The picture's in the description. It was it was a terrible jacket, aesthetically. I mean, it really looked terrible, but even more so in a psychological sense. I mean, I know these are just movie characters, but I'm instantly less likely to talk to this guy based on what he chooses to put on his body. He likes psycho killer characters enough to wear pictures of them on his clothes. Is this a guy I want to run right up to and talk to? Nope. <laughs> I'm sure he loved that jacket the moment he saw it. I'm sure he, he, I'm sure he just loves it, but it's not doing him any favors. Guys have to decide what's more important. Wearing a jacket they personally like or attracting a woman. Because sometimes it really does come down to a choice like that. I mean, think about this. If you saw a woman wearing a t-shirt that said, I hate all men or all men are rapist pigs, you know, would you approach her? <laughs> Would you say, well, I want her to wear what she likes? Sure, she should wear what she likes. It doesn't mean anyone's ever going to talk to her. And that's, that's basically what I'm talking about. When you go to pick out clothes, I don't expect you to buy things that you hate or colors you despise or things that just aren't you. But I do want you to try a few different things. Try some things that aren't, maybe they're not something you're immediately drawn to. Try on some colors you don't normally try, just to see what they do for you. On the subject of color, I want you to check out a website called cardiganempire.com. 
I'll provide a link in the description. It's a site by Rachel Bagley. She's a fashion consultant who helps people dress their best. And the, the part of the site I want you to focus on is the what are your colors section. Now this is pretty fascinating stuff, if you ask me. You enter your eye color, your skin tone, your hair color, and you sort of compare yourself roughly to certain famous pictures of famous people with that same coloring. You can then find out what your colors are, the colors that are most likely to look amazing on you, and which ones you should probably avoid. They even put you into categories like spring, summer, um, things like cool spring, warm spring, things like that. It can be really helpful if you're out shopping and you see a bunch of things in various colors. It'll help you focus on the colors that will look best on you, not just the colors you personally like. The right color can really bring out your eyes. That's the main thing. And since a lot of women will check out a guy's eyes when they first meet him, this can be really, <laughs> really important. Fabric choice for clothes can be really important too. In most cases, you want to look for a very natural, breathable fabric like cotton and stay away from synthetics like polyester, nylon, things like that. These things don't breathe. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, <laughs> it means air doesn't flow freely through the spaces between the weave. So you can get too hot, too sweaty, and let's be honest, too stinky. There, I said it. Um, <laughs> cotton is much better at keeping you cool and dry and smelling good. Linen is okay, but it wrinkles like crazy, and it doesn't look very good on after just a few minutes, or after you've sat down, you've got all these creases all over your, your clothes. Wool is okay, too. I personally don't think guys should go for satin or silk or anything too shiny. It's just not that appealing on a guy. Stick to these basic fabrics, I think, and you'll be fine. So in terms of actual style, what should you be looking for? Is there a definitive thing to look for? I addressed this a little bit in the episode uh, before, um, because obviously fit is the first thing you should look for. But when it comes to style, once you've found your color palette, the colors you think work for you, and you're zeroing in on the cottons and the natural fabrics, what types of clothes should you be looking for? The simple answer is that it really is going to depend on your body type more than anything in terms of fine-tuning what looks really good on you personally. But there are some basic things you can definitely avoid no matter who you are. Remember, this is not about what you wear when you're just relaxing or hanging out with your friends or whatever. This is about attracting a woman. So let's start with the easy stuff, with what not to do as a general rule. Hoodies sports, fleeces, track pants, stuff like that. Unless you're actually exercising right at this moment, don't wear sports or workout clothes. Track pants are not your friend. I don't care who you are. A man never looks good in track pants. You're not supposed to. These are just workout clothes. Save these for the gym or your run or whatever, but don't make them part of your everyday wardrobe. The reason is, I mean, they're not designed to look good. Like I said, they're meant to work out in. They're functional. They're not flattering. So not only do they not look good on most people, but the message you're sending is that you don't care what you look like. You'll just throw on any old thing, right? Okay, extremely long and loose shorts. They used to be called Bermuda shorts or board shorts, but unless you're a pro surfer 
Um, there's really no reason to wear these, <laughs> and they don't look good on anyone. Most guys are just swimming in them, you know, these very long, loose, kind of formless, shapeless things with these little calves sticking up. It's really bad. You can buy longer shorts that go down to your knee. There's no problem. Just find ones that fit you well, that don't look like they're ten sizes too big. T-shirts. Okay. The issue with t-shirts. A lot of t-shirts with writing or graphics on them is that they're made of really, really cheap, thin cotton. And they aren't meant to make you look good. They're meant to advertise the band or the beer or whatever, not you. So if you're going to wear just a t-shirt, keep the graphics and the wording to a minimum. Avoid all stupid, gross, or sexual jokes. And look for a really good quality cotton with a nice neckline. A wide kind of, you know, scoopy neckline usually suits men more than v-necks do. But try different neckline types on and just see what things suits you. Ideally, you should always pair a t-shirt with a short or long sleeve shirt worn over top of it. It just makes it look more complete because, you know, t-shirts by themselves, unless you're like a really cut guy, they just aren't very flattering. And be very, very careful about white t-shirts. They can quickly get yellow underarm stains, which look really bad. So if you're going to wear white t-shirts, make sure you replace them frequently before they get dingy or yellowy. And get rid of them the second the underarms go yellow. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> okay, tucked in shirts. Don't tuck in your casual shirt, you know, into your pants, you know, do up the belt. The only shirt that should be tucked in is a formal one, like when you're wearing a business suit or a tuxedo or something. Otherwise, find shirts that are meant to be worn untucked. They usually have a kind of a scallopy edge on the bottom. Now, very occasionally, you'll see a sharp-dressed guy with a blazer and a plaid shirt tucked into jeans with a belt. And, and Okay, if you're a lean fella with tight abs and you want to attempt this GQ-type look, go for it. More power to you. But for most guys, tucking in a shirt will just make it poof out above the waist and make you look like you have a spare tire if you don't have one, or make your spare tire look more pronounced. It also looks kind of dated, I find. Look at old episodes of Seinfeld from the early 90s. Jerry and George used to tuck in their shirts, their t-shirts, their, their button-up shirts. They, t they tucked them in all the time, and it looks pretty dated now. Another thing about casual button-up shirts, don't do the shirt right up to the neck, like right up to the very top button. You, know? <laughs> you look a bit strangled. Shirts almost always look better open at the neck. So unless you have to wear a tie for some reason, um, just don't bother. Leave it open a little bit. Even with a jacket, it can look really good. Make sure you can do it up, meaning it's big enough to fit you, but leave the top button undone. Okay, loud patterns. Remember Herb Tarlick from WKRP in Cincinnati? Wow, he was amazing. Um, especially if you're a bigger guy, stay away from really busy or loud patterns. You don't want to look like a couch. You just, you know, go for smaller checks, plaids, pinstripes, things like that. Don't ever wear horizontal stripes. They just make you look wider. And sometimes it makes people dizzy. Some of these stripes can be really off-putting for people. Every guy, no matter what your build, should kind of avoid the really busy, loud, Hawaiian shirt-type patterns. 
And I would stay away from things with flames, skulls, you know, stuff like that, unless you are 100% into living that vibe, and so are all the women you want to attract. That's all I'm going to say about that. Layering is good, and I'll talk about that more in a minute, but I wouldn't go for the long-sleeved shirt with a t-shirt over top of it. Look, you've probably seen this. People get this long sleeve thing that almost looks like thermal underwear, and then they put a t-shirt on top. And that tends to make you look a bit like Eminem, sort of. I mean, it can be okay in certain circumstances, on certain guys. And if you want to try it, fine. Just make sure you really hone it so that it looks effortless and casual, not like you want to be a gangster, you know? Colors. Again, a good palette of colors that suits you is a great idea, but it's also a good idea to keep your wardrobe within one general family of colors that all go well with each other. It's not that you can't have a few standout things that you like. It's more that if everything you own goes with everything else you own, it makes getting dressed in the morning pretty easy, right? You'll always know you look good. You won't have to waste time trying to figure out if this color goes with that color, that kind of thing. Also, I don't care if you weigh 800 pounds, don't dress like Johnny Cash, meaning head to toe black. It will turn off more people than your weight ever would. Head to toe black makes it seem like you have some real issues or that you're just hiding yourself from the world. I mean, dark colors are fine if you prefer them and they look good on you, but throw in some gray and some navy and some dark green and burgundy to mix it up a little. Okay, so what should you look for in terms of style? Layering is a good idea, like I said, so do it whenever possible. Put together a look that includes a good quality, solid color t-shirt, a short or long sleeve shirt to go over top, maybe with a pattern of some kind, and then a lighter, solid jacket or a heavier shirt on top of that. Layering is good because you can always take stuff off if you need to. But when it's all put together, it looks casual but intentional, which is the message that you want to send. The other thing to keep in mind is that this look is very comfortable and approachable. You look all cozy and warm and safe to approach for a woman. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, the really fashion-forward look is just too intimidating. Think about if you saw a cute girl all decked out like a fashion model, you know, totally done up to the nines. It kind of sends a message to you about who she is, right? And what she thinks of herself, what she's looking for, that kind of thing. And it might be too intimidating for the average guy. And the same is true for girls. If you look too GQ, it's a bit off-putting. So try to look friendly and approachable. It'll pay off. Now, if you're not into button-up shirts or they don't suit you, simple pullover type tops can really work well on a lot of guys. You can wear them over a, a button-up shirt, so you can just see the collar showing, or you can wear them by themselves and get them in wool or other knits for winter or lighter fabrics like cotton for summer. Just make sure it suits your particular body and makes you feel comfortable. Thicker fabrics are always going to be your friend. The thinner the fabric is, the more it's going to cling to the contours of your body. And if you have any kind of, I don't know, belly or boobs or any kind of things, that, moobs maybe, whatever... <laughs> If you're not like a chiseled Adonis, and you know, who is, then really thin fabrics are going to emphasize every single curve you have. So go for thicker fabrics if you can. 
but simple and timeless and uncomplicated is always going to work best. Plain colors, small, simple patterns, jeans, both light and dark, and maybe a pair of khakis or chinos, you know, those kind of um, pale colored pants. And you're pretty much set. You don't need to overdress. You don't need to make it complicated. And you certainly don't need to look like a fashion model. As I said, it's probably much better if you don't. Keep your accessories, like hat, gloves, scarves, keep them simple too. But get the best quality stuff you can find. You know, it'll show. And it will make a difference. Find necklines on shirts that suit you. Don't go too wide or too low a cut, especially with V's. If you get a V-neck shirt that goes too low, it's going to look like you're wearing women's clothes. Um, and V-necks generally, like I said, they don't really look that good on guys. Um, but try. There's always an exception, so always try. And certainly buy jeans that suit your shape. In the previous episode, I linked to several things that you can um, check out to help you pick the right jeans for your shape. Play around with a few different styles. You know, you can try on a vest and a, and a, and a little tie with a short sleeve shirt, see if that works for you. You know, there's all kinds of things you can try. And like always, my advice is if you're trying to dress to impress a woman, bring a woman with you when you go shopping. A family member, a friend, doesn't matter. Show her what you're thinking of buying and ask her opinion. If she says you don't look good in it, fine, put it back. If she says you look good in it, buy it. <laughs> now, as for shoes, I have to mention the socks with sandals thing. I have to. It's it's an obligation because it's become a bit of a trope now. I, I don't know why some men feel they should wear socks with their sandals in the summer, but it just looks kind of awkward. Um, sandals are for bare feet. Don't Don't be afraid to show your bare feet. If you're worried about your feet stinking, which I think some people are, you can get a great spray from Dr. Scholl's, kind of like the spray they use in, in bowling shoes. You can get it in the, in the, in the foot care department of um, most um, drugstores. And you just spray your shoes and it kind of freshens them up and whatever. It'll keep your shoes all fresh and nice, your sandals. You don't have to worry about stinky feet. If you like wearing runners or trainers, sneakers, whatever you call them, just make sure you replace them when they start to look ratty or worn out. I would say that white is never a good color for shoes that you wear every day. Um, it's kind of like the gym clothes thing. It's fine for the gym or the tennis court or wherever, but day to day, don't wear white runners. Darker color runners are okay as long as they aren't falling apart and dirty and scuffed up and all that. The main problem with wearing runners all the time is that it looks a little, a little adolescent, a little teenager-ish. I mean, that can be okay, but just keep it in mind. If you want to look a little more mature, consider not wearing runners in your daily life. Now, the great thing about shoes, and, and I suspect this is why women tend to like shoes an awful lot, is that it's one of the few things you can enjoy going shopping for. Because there's so little stigma around size, and most shoes will look good on most feet. So you can indulge yourself a little. Go try on all sorts of different styles of shoes. One of the most versatile, meaning I think it looks good on most guys with most clothes, is the basic work shoe type. I'm not sure what to call them, but I've included a few pictures. They're not quite 
full-on Timberland or Caterpillar steel toe shoes, but they're the kind you might wear if you're going for a walk in the woods. You know, they're solid, they have a good tread, they lace up, um, they're usually brown or black, just a very good solid shoe. But it doesn't look like a formal shoe that you'd wear with a suit, or it's not anything fancy, you know, with a shiny finish and pointy toes or anything like that. It's a very friendly guy type shoe. <laughs> and it'll make you feel really good when you walk because they're really solid and stable and, and they look good too. You can try boots or other types of shoes you might normally try, even if it's just for one outfit only. You know, like you might get a pair of cowboy boots for your jeans and your plaid shirt look. Just don't tuck the jeans in. Just don't do that. <laughs> I really want to stress, I don't expect you to wear anything you really hate or anything that doesn't feel good going on, no matter what. If a certain look just isn't you, then so be it. But for most guys, changing slight things about the way they dress is not that big a deal. They just haven't thought about it before. I'm not asking you to hide your personality or your love of death metal or whatever. I'm not saying you can't ever wear your favorite sports team shirt. You know, th this is about finding a comfortable style that will make you more attractive to women. You can always add in various things that you like, or you can wear them at other times. Or as I mentioned, you can wear what's appropriate for whatever circle you travel in. If you're all going to the game, of course you can wear a sports shirt, you know. But if you want to start making yourself into an appealing guy, someone who will make a good first impression on a wide cross-section of women. It's worth paying some attention to the message that you send out with your style and, and make your choices accordingly. I always want you to be yourself, naturally, but please keep in mind that your clothing is just a superficial first impression type thing. Any woman you end up going out with is going to get to know you for yourself and like you for who you are, not what you wear. All this does is it just makes the most of your attractive physical features, and most importantly, it sends her a subtle message that you are a mature, put-together guy who cares about himself and the impression he makes on the world. That you care more about that than you do about nine-inch nails, you know what I mean? I mean, take her to a concert, by all means. Show her your vast prog metal music collection. Go ahead. But just choose your first impression look carefully. You are so much more than what you wear, or how you style your hair, or what jewelry you wear, or what band you like, or what sports team you like. It doesn't make sense to cling to certain styles as if they are the key to your whole identity. They're just window dressing. I want you to be true to yourself, yes, but I, but I mean your whole self, not just the fabric you put on your body. Use clothing as a tool, as a way of presenting yourself, as a valuable, attentive, happy person, and you will be instantly more attractive, no matter what you look like. So that's it for this week. Thanks for joining me again. This is a very image-heavy episode, so there are lots of links to follow in the description. Just check them out, see see examples of what I've been talking about, both good and bad. As always, feel free to send me photos of your new look. I always like seeing what you guys have bought. And be easy on yourself. This is a long process. You're a work in progress. 
and even small things that you do will make a difference when they add up. Don't try to change yourself overnight. Just try a few odd little things here and there and see how you feel. So until next time, remember, you're an attractive, interesting person worthy of love, and you're well on the way to finding it. Bye for now.